0: You've been through one of those seasons where uh, you are trying to get on with the stuff of love, but somehow or other, there's something that just kind of keeps you meagling in the back of your forehead and keeping you out of front. a couple of years ago, I had a call from the doctor, I had a blood test, and he said, you better come on and see me about the blood test, and you're always that okay, that's not really good. And so I go on to see the doctor and he said, that, um, I'm pretty concerned about some of you. I'm going I want to see you also a specialist. And so I went off to see the specialist uh, disabilities. And, uh, and he said, Yeah, no, not the world will press I think we have to put you into surgery and do a biopsy. And um, hey, let's see if we can actually figure out what's actually going on here. You and know, I'll seriously if I haven't got the time for him. But then so, so he kind of set the date for the surgery. And, and I tried then just to get back to my work, you know, because I've I got lots to do and I just wanted to press on. But I kept following myself in this fine space where you, in the back of my mind, are needed with something that was just gnawing away. Really? And then I'll "Oh are yeah. that's Okay, I'm going to go ahead and here. And some of you have been in the same place. side. Right? You've known what it is to have things that have just kind of been gnawing away and just quietly turning and giving you a sense of anxiety deep inside. And my suspicion is that in the season that we've been going through, but there are so many people all around the world who have had that kind of internal change going on, and they're not even always aware of what it is, but something happens. I mean, whether it be the continual flow-on of COVID, or the floods, or even the wars in Ukraine, but there are so many people who are just feeling, and be in China. It means you have to have your own story, your stuff, the stuff that's been going on that has been causing you to be just quietly anxious oh, And maybe it's going to be one blow after another, after another, after another, Would it be the, the COVID blow or, or you've lost your job or it's been the flood. Or with it rising interest rates, and you're looking at where it's all heading, and you think, I don't know how long we're going to be able to sustain this. And you're trying to get on with the stuff of life, but deep inside, there's something that just keeps on turning away at you. So we're coming to our passage today in John chapter 14, and I want you to see the very first words of the Lord Jesus. He says, Do not let your heart be troubled. The word that Jesus uses there uh, is a word which could be used to describe uh, troubled or agitated water. But, uh, I've been really interested over this last week to see again and again the news reports of the flooding that took place up North Queensland, and if you don't recognize the picture here, that's of the Barn River Falls, uh, up near Cores, and you look there and you see the, the turning waters at the bottom of those falls. And once there's that's the word that Jesus is using here. He says, I do not want you to be troubled. And in fact, that might be a little bit of a nice description for how some of you feel in the light at the moment. There's a sense in which you are, are being turned up in the sky. But Jesus says, I don't want you to have to feel that way. And the question is, why? Why is Jesus? suddenly don't let your heart be troubled. Well, you'll remember, I suppose, that all of this came as a part of Jesus' discussion over the last supper. sometimes, uh, if you've been to Bible College, you'll have heard about the upper Room discourse. This is where Jesus is talking with his disciples the night before he is going to go to the cross. And during the course of the meal, Jesus has already told them that one of them is going to betray him. And it's going to be Jewish it But the very thought that one of their number would betray Jesus begins to deeply trouble them. And you might remember how they always began to say, well, is it me? Is it me? Who would do such a thing? And there were things in which they are being turned up inside over people. But then Jesus goes over to the Jews. That in just a very short while he is going to be leaving them. And what's more, when he goes away, they can't go with him. And you can imagine that some of these societies are thinking, oh, but "What are you talking about? I mean, we've been we've been travelling with you for the last three and a half years. We've been watching you and from you growing with you. And, and, and all of a sudden, you're just kind of you're going to abandon us." You see, these disciples have come to a growing sense of conviction that this Jesus was the promised Messiah that had been promised throughout all those years of the Old Testament. Remember, time Sunday had been just the week before. They had seen Jesus with his glorious entrance into Jerusalem, and they were thinking, yet we're getting there. He is going to be soon revealed to the whole of the world as the Messiah of God, the Savior of Israel. So, in fact, you to Lord, what kind of thought Oh, I went down My life for you, just said of the previous two. Lord, how can it be allowing this to happen? I have walked with you for these last three and a half years. I've laid everything on the line for you. In one place over the last three and a half years, I've done my apprenticeship. So I'm just getting to the end of it. And you know, what, you're just going to cut me loose? I'm lazy with nothing. And so Peter is, is well and truly totally turned up in sorrow. Just when Jesus and when the other disciples thought that the future was looking so promising. But then Jesus said to Peter, the given he did the stomach. He said to verse, thirty-eight. So when you really lay down your life for me, Jesus says, I'll tell you the truth. Before the race of Christ, you and his only, wait till I. Don't lie down. By this day, do I? This will be you in the summer. So Jesus says, look, don't make your help in trouble. Trust in God. Trust also in me. You, know, you might feel all turned up inside at the Lord, no, but listen, I want to show you the way to peace. And then it starts with that little word, trust. you're that you trust in God, I want you on the subject to trust in me. The word that that's me saying, trust in our retranslations. Know, you know, it's really translated in you know, other uh, English translations of the person. Believe in me. But I want you to know something, of the word in. Mm. see the word in there? It says, I want you to trust. I want you to believe in me. In fact, that little word is, quite literally, believe into me. In other words, what he's saying here is that I don't want you simply to believe about me. I want you to completely surrender your life by trusting in me. Trusting me with everything that you are, everything that you have, everything that you are, for you. This is the way to think if you just trust completely Mm -hmm. in me, even when you don't necessarily have it. Even when you don't necessarily understand all that God is doing or all that lies ahead, I want you to continue Just to trust. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the word for we, we really need to know what it means to mm-hmm. Trust. Mm-hmm. trust. Mm-hmm. It's of all the facts <laughs> You know, you know, I mean, the Bible, this is, perfectly consistent. all the writers of the Bible, you go back to the book of Isaiah, in Isaiah 26, verse 6, we heard God say, you keep them in perfect peace, is not In the midst of all that's going on, in the, the world around us, in the midst of all that's going on, in your personal life and circumstances, the path to faith is by trusting, truly trusting. If think that you are, if it isn't a high, if it isn't a high trusting in Jesus. The Lord Jesus wants to go and explain further, where he day? And why he's done. In fact, he says basically, I'm, back my yes. now, I'm headed back to my father's house. My father's house. I'm headed back to heaven from where I came And what's more, the reason I'm going is my job to prepare a place for you. you see, ultimately, I want you to be with me forever, for so all eternity. Now, not this idea that suddenly I'm offended in you. No, I'm actually just going ahead of you because in my father's house, some not like this is the in my father's mansion, and that's the kind of image that we get there. There are many rooms or many great places that this place is enormous and it's got a place with your hotel right above the door. I am going to prepare a place with you. And Jesus said something really interesting. He says, You know the way to the place I'm going? You know the way. And dear old Thomas talked to me, said he, he, us. he said, well, We don't know, when you're so we know where you're going. So how can we know the way? Look, it's all the heading. I mean, we don't know exactly where you're going. In fact, we're not clear about how to actually get there. And so, Jesus begins to, go to his the to, of peace, the disciples, the way to heaven. First of all, they about the way to peace. And he answers, I, I want to show you the way to heaven. He says, Look, I am the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. No one comes to the Father. No one enters into my Father's eternal heaven except through me. In fact, it's probably one of the most frequently quoted. Portion of the Bible were it says to Christian humans, isn't it? It's a great passage to study, in believers still do A couple of years ago, the Australian National University, the Department of Social, uh, School of Politics and International Relations, published a survey that they've just completed. The survey found that fifty-seven percent of the Australians said they they still really believe in God. Jesus said when people said that they really believed in heaven. And the only problem was, oh, well, they, they said that they believed in heaven. Whilst the vast majority of them were happy that one day they'd get there, they really did not have a blank clue about crying out that one day. They get there. In fact, the vast majority were well, the opinion that the best chance they had was to make sure that their good deeds in life outweighed like their bad deeds. It is really are and basically, so long as I can be sure that at the end of the day I've done enough good to outweigh the bad, when I finally see before God, just like you are not am just going to get the thing, big green kiss, like my COVID green kiss, you know, and in effect, come on in, don't you? You know, I And there are so many Australians who are less hoping that that kind of thing is at the end of the day. The there are Australians, of course, who. So, what I'm going to believe is are all five are going to lead to heaven here. It doesn't matter what religion you're but at the end of the day, you're all going to make right? it. it, it so long as, well, basically, you're good You get by this passage. I'm teaching a year of study next to that stuff called Living Faith. So, We're going to be looking at Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism. But, and, and so many Australians, so many believe that whichever a path you want to choose to go on, and say, oh, you could with a shop. And Jesus wants to simply say, I it that not so work. that's the only one way. That's the only one way, and that is, no one, no one turns to the fire. No one is into that eternal heaven except for me. And I think one of the reasons that there are so many people who want to push back against Christianity is that it turns things a little bit too restrictive. And it just seems as if it. It's all together to so, learn. And the Lord of in Jesus, our words in Matthew 7. Look at what Jesus says. Small is the God and the is the right, Lord that leads to life. It's actually the Lord is the Lord. He will find it. And what's what Jesus says, so, The there are so many truth frames being made in the world all around the world, but if you want to know the ultimate source of truth, it is to be found in me. And I think as we look at our Australian culture over recent years, we see that truth has become a very slippery commodity, hasn't it? Particularly in the truth to lead up to the election. I think uh, you better believe that, right? uh, The truth is, well, man, it's hard to get to hands so. on. But increasingly, over more recent years, in what we call our postmodern society, truth is to tell it is relative And truth can, in a sense, to almost whatever you want to believe it to be. And so we have people tell so us, oh, you can have your truth, and it's good for you, way to go. And you can have your good, way you I'll, I'll have my own truth. And I'll live by my own truth. I'll decide what's right and what's wrong. And you know what that was the problem like that in the government of England. The temptation that Satan. You thought, don't need God telling you what is right and wrong, You're good and evil. You can decide that for yourself. And that's the kind of world in which we are living. But Jesus says, no, sorry about that. But there is only one ultimate source of truth, and that is to be found in me, the Creator, and the author of life. You want to talk about absolute truth? You know, why do you still is the to, to same, and that is How do that? How can we be assured of giving into God's eternal kingdom God that well, Jesus gives us to you Because like if you really know me, you will know My Father as well. From so now on, he does it, and has seen him. That's what I Let's at this time of the future. Let's do a few things for him. And Philip so basically says, look, how, how can we know? We don't know. See what Philip says in verse 3? He says, we don't know, how can we, we haven't seen the Father? So, starting back at verse 8. So Lord, show us, say the Father, that we will, and that will be enough for us. And Jesus says, don't you know the new faith? Even after I've uh, been a money, it's up to the long time. Anyone has seen me has saved the Father. How do you say, show us the Father? You see, the answer to know tonight, the way, the truth, and the life is to really know the if you want to know the way, then you've got to really, really know the It's rather interesting here because what we find is that Jesus uses a different word for knowing than the word that Thomas in fact in verse 5 when he said basically, we don't know the way. The word that Thomas uses there for know is a like, a word that speaks about more, in a sense, intellectual or um, academic knowledge, but we know about something. But the word that Jesus uses here, when he talks about knowing him, is a word that speaks about knowledge that is all out of personal experience and engagement. Let me give you another question. What's they, there would be times where we would be cooking something in the kitchen on the stove. And I might say we kids, hey, everything. don't touch that part of it, right? So they knew it was hot. Because I what it was. say. They knew it was hot. And in the same case, I'd walk out of the room and before each time in the room, I'd see a blood puddle of in the kitchen. And my young child, let's begin. Yep, he's gone touched the fight. Now he knows it's hot, alright? That is his personal experience. He really thought before. Well, or so. now I think he really knows it's hot because He's had a personal yeah. thought And that's the kind of word that Jesus is talking about here. He says, if you, if you want to know the way to heaven, then you've actually got to know the meaning. You only get to know Him personally by putting your faith and your trust completely in Him. And in fact, if you know Him, then guess what? You already know the way to eternal life. You see, it's not like you're pursuing the the thing called eternal life, in fact, it's that you're pursuing a relationship with the people. Let's Watch that because the not well, right, you do this you know, you already know I like the way that Peter is right? way you it. So you know, it's long written words to the this point, Keep on it. Keep on growing I hope that you can see this replace on it. Because if you know this, you know the way to heaven. You know the promise you're telling me. And in a sense, that is just great assurance about the future, doesn't it? I mean, what about the healing hearing? But, but how about, how about I find assurance about my life in the healing I have to So in verses 10 to 48, Jesus wants forces disciples to help to understand the way to assurance in the fear and death of life. But what does he say there in verse 3 Don't believe, don't believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in life. The words that I say to you that not just my the truth. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing the world. Believe me, when I say you, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracle. of the service. if you just look at me, words that I speak, the very thing that I give you, then surely I testify to you that I am absent in the Father, and the Father is in me. Somehow or other, the, the life of the Father and of the Son are absolutely, instantly woven together. Because in fact, earlier in John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 3, Jesus says, I'm the Father of one. But we are so intimately woven together that my life is inextricably locked up together with the life of the Father. But so if you say make it what or you've already seen to someone The right of Hebrews are not just that. That Jesus. It's an express image of the glory of God and God. You see if you know that Jesus is, then you're also you also know my father. And and what is more, the ultimate relationship So Jesus is bound together with Father Jesus and I want you to have that same kind of relationship with me. I want you to know that in the right here, in the right now, I want you to have your life so intimately bound up together with me that you will actually become a share with me in my life and in my witness to the wonderful message of God's ridiculousness in the world. Everybody says that at well, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I am doing. He will do even greater things. than me because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my life so that the Son might have glory to the Father. That you might ask me for anything in my life. And I will really do. says, I want to show you the world. So, with the truth right here, right there, I God. The so, that assurance is by believing in me, by resting your faith, and your trust, and your confidence in me, And if you will do that, you will actually become a sharer in my great right work in this world. So, just as much as Jesus has spent his life, bearing witness to the truth of God gracious, redeeming, love, and faith, both through words and through deed, as we've been already reminded today. So too, you, you will become bearers of the witness to the truth and power of the gospel. Even in the midst of what toxic points might seem to be a sceptic point, a number of a very this is what Jesus has promised, doesn't it? chapter one of them says, And you will be my witnesses where God Or well, in Jerusalem, right where you are. And in Judea. In familiar. And even to the end of the earth. But, but, but when will all that happen? He says, I said the public is the right way. This is going to be your mistake, right? You're going to be my witnesses to yourself. You see Jesus had it. Made it clear a little bit later on that it was important that we should go to the Father so that the Holy Spirit would come and live within them and in this way they would have found that their lives were inter- them together with the very life of Jesus and they would become spirit in His great mission in this world. Mary, well, I'm sure that you've got you know? this as much as I But listen, it's not just one month of the year, it's four months of the year. But you've been called to become a hero in the great needness of God in this world. And so Jesus says, look, well, the things that you see needed and guess what? You're going to do even the greater things. And some people say, Oh, what's the greatest thing that we're going to do? But you realize that in about fifty days passed an Israel city and he about the Apostle Peter Godfrey said, in Acts chapter 2, there would be more people come to faith in God than all the years Oh, Jesus, is that a family? But you see, Jesus said to God that there's going to be an exponential increase of his extraordinary weakness to a watching world and it would come through his disciples and it would come through people like you. me. That through our lives, in the here and there, we would become witnesses to the awesome power of the gospel. We'd become witnesses in both word and in. And so Jesus says, look, I want to tell you, I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the soul. Not, it means, this is not like a blank check. Look what he says You might ask for anything in my name and I'll do it. And then something was interesting. This was like getting a blank check. And so long as I sign up on the bottom in Jesus' name, no, I can get whatever I want. How good is that? That's not what Jesus is talking about. It's not the sort of name it theology that is forward in some circles of the church today. No, this is about asking God for those things. That actually line up with the very purposes and things of God, those things that will bring glory to God Himself. Does wonder that John, who wrote this gospel for some years later, seeks to help Christians understand what this is all about? And he says in 1 John chapter 5, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God. If we ask anything according to His will, if we are lined up with the very heart of God, and and so, we're not saying to a person, align with the very heart and purpose of God, then I know that God instead of answer those prayers according to his good and wonderful will. You see, that's all I need to do. If I learn to live and walk and speak. As if in one I'm walking hand in hand with my heavenly father. Then there is an incredible sense of peace in the journey. No matter all the stuff that's going on, the road, there's an incredible sense of peace and a spirit. Even in the midst of I a seemingly unknown to my mind, I can know it. That's an overwhelming sense. When I was about three, I will remember, traveling into the city with my mum. Mm-hmm. Probably going to age myself, you know, we're traveling there the train. Some of you never heard of that or You've just seen kind of you? no like like way. Anyway. I remember traveling into the city with my mum, And we got into the city, and we were going to the bridge This is a contemporary it's still there, right? It was there long before. I, was I said, I said, we were traveling to this and outside, and my nose had a dear old player buddy and I are on the mm-hmm. I said, you the North? Oh, yeah, So, I thinking, I said, yes, you know so needs to travel in, and then would the have had with the air So, we get there, I'll jump off the plane, and as soon as we got to the entrance of the District and I had yeah. dreamed up this thing, and I was down to a younger's and I knew where it wasn't, big. I the it, to I so I got I the report and, you know, like. and I, I want I mean, yeah. totally to I want to I was I, I want well, I, and so, I, I want you know, I, mean, I want to I I, I want I, I to I was I, I want to I I, I to start I want I, I I want I, I to start I want I, I want I, I to I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I you know, I'll, I'm on a line. I'm absolutely a mess. Well, in not too much time, well, <laughs> my dear lady lay the way up the stairs. And she found me. She could hear me right before she came in. And she found me and she gave me a, a big hug just to reassure me. And then she put me by the hand and she led me all the way up the other end of the room. And she said, This young man has two instances. One of them is the other end of the room. This the same. Well, Mr. case, we in the other day, oh, I do this is a funny well, now we there to take me by the hand, so it's cool. so, And so we to together. And something not be told. Yep, I got this thing, huh? And it's almost something you but we're going to hit this guy just the We like this right It's to be right for us, to the hair, so what Jesus is? On? Thing. No, you And the matter what it is that you don't speak normal, right? you specifically say it Egypt you I've got to. You can actually rest in man. You can know. It's pretty you don't like the rest of the world you're. You can not in fact, you can know people in this journey right now. You can know people about the end of the journey. About how to get to heaven, because if you know me, you already know the way of heaven. And you know what? You can know a skill right now, is that if you're just walking to and become a sinner in what I'm in the business If you are willing to share with me by doing a voice. Of the truth of the gospel by being the hands and the feet of the gospel, by being a living demonstration of the power of the gospel. And it's not just for the mission or the people who want to be rescued, it's for every one of us to be part of the mission of God in this world. And you know what? That's the greatest human that everyone has ever been. And these the statements that I've come into this picture since 2013. So not. So to what the who are and are committed to the mission of God in this world. So the to life. God going to do so you, your own or standing you your dream. And what's the truth? And what's it that reality? Lord, we're going to say things that you're good, that grace is a merciful God. We thank you, Lord, in spite of all of our fathers and our families. The times when we get it so wrong, the times when we be become so internally turned up and agitated, educated, when we become fearful and sensitive. Lord, for all of that, your desire is that you are a terrible desire and take us by the hand and assure our hearts that you pray. Lord, take us to the fire where Because there's a man, a thunder, the and Thanks for joining us for this presentation from North Pine Baptist Church. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au.